Well, that's the crowd-pleasing New Zealand Army Band performing at the first Royal Edinburgh military tattoo since 2019. For the first time in its long history, the tattoo had to be cancelled twice, in fact, due to COVID, so its return was much anticipated. Kiwi Michael Braithwaite was in charge of coming up with a spectacle that both honours military and cultural traditions, but also moves with the times. At the same time, the city's famous Fringe Festival is also in full swing again. In the crowd, uh, with the crowd inside the grounds of Edinburgh Castle for the tattoo's final night was RNZ producer Melanie Phipps. We have a gallery of her photographs to look at while she describes the action. Well, I'm a complete convert. This is my first ever royal military tattoo and my first ever royal Edinburgh military tattoo. And I'm such a convert that I'm going back again to see another show. Um, what, what really struck me about it was how much of a variety show it is and how much of a crowd pleaser so that you can walk into the beautiful grounds of Edinburgh Castle. You have the amazing walk up the mile to get there. There's a huge sense of anticipation. And then you sit down and the time passes absolutely in the blink of an eye because it's nonstop entertainment. And it's not just marching bands. It's not what you think it's going to be. It's not soldiers in Busby's twirling military um, items that you expect to be used, see used in warfare. It's an enormous amount of entertainment with music covering all genres. Now, there's a quite a, a big New Zealand uh, content there, not only in the grounds, but also, I know you've spoken to Michael Braithwaite, who's overseen um, the creation of this. But what about on the ground? How much New Zealand did you see? Oh, honestly, there, there are three very key elements of New Zealand. And the biggest crowd pleaser is the New Zealand army band and they will run through a whole array of songs and they start with a wieter then they play traditional band music pop music i can't tell you the artist (laughs) then they sing why 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 delilah and which the audience is invited to join in and then they segue into carmody followed by robbie williams and then they end with our national anthem in Tadeo. It was really beautiful. And directly before that, it was like a New Zealand segment. And there was a, a, a trio of beautiful female singers called the Highland Divas. And um, one of them, soloist there, is called Marla Kavanagh from Dunedin. They were really well received. But there's also the pipes and drums of Christchurch City, another band that plays, which is the only band in the tattoo that doesn't have a military heritage. It sounds absolutely glorious. Now, I actually spoke to Michael Braithwaite before the tattoo started, so, of course, he couldn't tell me anything about some of the surprises because <laughs> we talked about this blend of the traditional, as you say, and there are the, the military bands, and I saw the Scottish dancers, beautiful. But he said we were also moving with the times, and I got a sense that he, he had some surprises up his sleeve. So what were some of the, the more dramatic elements, the spectacle side of it, apart from the massed bands? Well, the second band that comes on is the U.S. Army Field Band, and they they start with soul and funk, and then they go into a bit of ragtime, and then I think they change it right up with some rap. They've got a soldier who is a black American who raps, and the um, <laughs> his his fellow military mates moves around in time, and the audience are are totally magnetised by it. I, I would imagine that that's what Michael meant was one of the you know, one of the very modern elements. I spoke to Michael just now, and, and he's chuffed with how it's been going. He said that the reviews 
have been incredible. You know, they have 33 shows, 800 performers. It's only rained twice. I just got some of that rain. And um, they've managed to get through COVID. Where they've put in contingency methods with um, getting lots of extra swing dancers who can come in and fulfill a role, which particularly helps in a set that Michael himself performs in. He, he gets up on stage with a guitar and um, he's performing a, a rocky electronic number with a group called the Electro Pipes. I think that, what with Robbie Williams, a, a couple of pop numbers, that's what they've really done. They've really taken traditional military marching music into the 2020s. I just saw the um, six o'clock show, and that was a spectacle in itself with, with fireworks at the end and a lone piper up on the wall of the castle. And then after that, there's now to be a show at nine o'clock where there is um, light projections and it's a completely different experience. I mean, the sonic experience will be the same. The acoustics are incredible, but the evening show, the dark show, the darker show is, has got another layer of media on top of it. Um, these two uh, shows, the last night and the night before, have two performances. There's been such a strong demand. What are a couple of the moments that you will most remember? We'll take the New Zealand um, work out of it because I know that's dear to your heart. But what, what are a couple of the, yeah. the surprises or the moments from the tattoo you saw that just completely blew your mind? It was the position I had, honestly, uh, sitting in the press box with, with another um, member of the international press. And apparently there's been, a, there's been a lot of interest from the international press here. We, we were sat in the most incredible position where the marchers would march into the uh, arena from in front of us through Castle Gate and into the central arena and perform. And most, most of these performances are about five to seven minutes. So you get this incredible um, onslaught of a variety show coming at you. And then where I was sat, they walked straight towards me and somebody said to me, don't worry, <laughs> you don't have to move. And the intensity and the intimacy of, of it, along with the amazing sound and incredible dancing and, and colours, and I think if I had to pick one outside of our New Zealand contingent, it would be the, the Mexican mariachi troupe performing in incredible uh, costumes with amazing instruments as well, none of which you would ever associate with, uh, with a military tattoo. I must let you go in a couple of minutes, but one of the, my, my enduring memories myself of going is that audience interaction. I mean, they are there 100%. If they are asked to clap their hands, if they are asked to cheer, 100% people are into it. I mean, it's a remarkable experience, isn't it, just how involved people become with this. They, they really do. They're really into it, and they really interacted most with the um, New Zealand Army Band. They absolutely loved us. Edinburgh is alive with tourists with the Fringe Festival going on as well and it really feels like there's a post-pandemic tourism party going on in a sense. I mean, Edinburgh is such a magnet at this time that there also just happens to be quite a few strikes going on in Scotland and one of them is a refuse collection strike and the streets are overflowing with rubbish. So it's quite an interesting experience moving around here at the moment, you know, on a busy weekend with um, rubbish everywhere and tourists everywhere and everywhere you hear snippets of conversation people speaking about what they saw last night what did, what the moment on stage where somebody exited left and 
the time, the things that they're going to see right now and all wondering if they're going to the, the wrong or the right locations. There's a real buzz around here. RNZ's Melanie Phipps reporting from the Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo the final night.